Hello, and welcome to the Money Girl Podcast, a show that gives you financial tips, tools, advice, and inspiration to live rich and love the journey. I'm Laura Adams, a personal finance expert and award-winning author based in Silicon Valley. You can learn more about me, my books, and get the finance and productivity tools that I recommend at lauradadams.com. Are you ready to simplify? I mean, really simplify your financial life? If so, this show is going to walk you through a five-step process to do it. Over the last few years, I've been really dedicated to making just about every aspect of my life more streamlined. It all started when my husband and I moved from Florida to California a few years ago. One of the heaviest things the movers had to deal with was an overstuffed four-drawer filing cabinet. I knew it was time to downsize my paper records. I had actually already done a huge paper purge before the move, but I was still holding on to way too much paper. Now, I keep a fraction of the paper that I used to in one file drawer, but I have to admit, getting here hasn't been easy. In this episode, I'll tell you how to manage your finances with no or much less paper. You'll learn the pros and cons, a few paper exceptions to consider, and how to make a digital transition as easy and comfortable as possible. I'm sure you realize that moving your money management into the digital world comes with huge benefits. Going paperless saves trees and a host of other environmental resources. According to the Environmental Protection Agency, paper makes up 27% of all municipal solid waste. That's the largest percentage of the 250 million tons of waste we create here in North America each year. According to payitgreen.org, by going paperless for just one year, the average household saves six pounds of paper, 23 pounds of wood, and prevents the production of 29 pounds of greenhouse gases. Wow! Paper documents also demand our personal resources. They demand our time, attention, and physical space to process, store, or shred. Plus, many contain personal information that could be used against you if they fall into the wrong hands. On the flip side, digital documents are easy to store, organize, and find later on. However, there are some downsides to consider, like security. I'll tell you how to stay safe and which paper documents you still need to keep in just a moment. So we're going to talk about five secure steps to go paperless with your personal finances. The first step is to transition to e-documents. And actually, I think there's a step that comes before that, which is really to shift your thinking and realize that paper is not your friend. If you open up your physical mailbox and see paper inside, ask yourself how to avoid getting it in the future. Here's how I handle my mail. First, I throw away junk that does not contain personal information, such as my name, address, or account numbers. Then I shred junk that does contain my personal information, especially pre-approved offers for credit cards and insurance. Then I shred documents that I can access online, like utility bills and insurance policies, and then request an e-document when possible. In a lot of cases, I've already done that, but they're still sending me a paper document. So go ahead and shred anything that you know you can access online. Then I scan documents that I need, but that are not available online. So maybe it's a statement or a business receipt, and then shred the original. 
And then I file original documents that I want or need, like a product warranty, a signed contract, or a handwritten note. Be proactive to stop or reduce the amount of paper mail you receive. Even something good, like a paper check, could be direct deposited into your bank account. Anytime you receive a financial document or bill in the mail, like a bank account statement, a credit card bill, a utility bill, or an insurance statement, stop and log on to the company's website to create an online account. You can typically click a button that says something like go paperless or stop your paper bill. Some companies even charge less or offer financial incentives when you choose e-statements. Now, here's a tip if you get a lot of junk mail for pre-approved offers of credit or insurance that I mentioned that you don't want. Go to optoutprescreen.com. That's optoutprescreen.com. It's the official centralized site where you can choose to be removed from the offer lists that are provided by the major national credit reporting companies. Also, opt to receive store receipts by email when the clerk offers it. It's most important to have receipts for purchases that are expensive, tax-deductible, or if you think you might return the item. But if you don't need the receipt, you can review it for accuracy on the store's monitor and decline the receipt. Remember that as you make the transition from paper to e-documents, you can always print out digital versions when it's absolutely necessary. Okay, moving on to step number two. This is set up secure storage. I recommend that you don't just look at financial statements online. Go ahead and download them to your computer for future reference. This also applies to incoming email receipts, especially when it's a tax-related expense. Some financial institutions may only offer free access to online documents for a limited period of time. If you need them later on, they might not be available, or you might have to pay for access, which is why I recommend that you go ahead and save them as you go. Brokerage statements are important to keep indefinitely since you're responsible for reporting the cost basis of any security you sell to calculate the capital gains tax. So if e-documents are not available for your brokerage statements or even your retirement accounts, go ahead and scan them and keep the digital versions and shred the original. I'll give you some easy scanning solutions in step number four. Once you begin receiving e-documents, you'll need to keep them organized and secure. Create a folder on your computer with subfolders for each type of document that you want to save. Create good naming conventions that include maybe the company name or a category name plus the month and year so that it'll be easy to search for and find any document quickly. For instance, you might have a subfolder for paychecks, investment statements, trade confirmations, tax-deductible items, insurance, or any type of document that you might need in the future. You can add a layer of protection by requiring a password to access your main folder. Also, keep your computer's operating system and security software up to date to ward off cyber criminals. It's a good idea to store important e-documents in multiple places so your information could never be lost in a computer crash or a fire. Also, keep them on an external drive and store them remotely using a secure cloud-based option like Backblaze, Evernote, or Dropbox. Okay, moving on to step number three, which is make all payments online. 
Once you get into a routine of processing your incoming documents electronically, it's time to focus on outgoing documents like your payments. If you're still buying, writing, and mailing paper checks, this is a heartfelt plea to stop. Not only are paper checks costly and time-consuming to write and mail, but they can be stolen from your mailbox or at the receiving end. I recommend sending all of your payments using free bill pay through your bank. All you need to know is the payee's name, mailing address, the amount you want to pay, and the date you want your payment to arrive. The bank sends your money electronically or prints a paper check, seals it in an envelope, and even pays for the stamp. You can opt to receive your e-bills by email or through your online bill pay platform, which makes it really easy to stay on top of due dates. Bill pay is my favorite banking service because it's so incredibly convenient and free to boot. You can manually enter payments to be sent right away or on a date up to one year in the future. You can also set up automatic withdrawals so you don't have to enter your regular monthly payments for things like loans and lines of credit. Another option if you need to send money instantly to someone like a handyman or a coworker is PayPal, which connects to your bank account or credit card. It's free to send money to friends or family in the United States. Your bank may even have a similar option that allows you to send money instantly using an email address or a mobile phone number. And I want to go back to the topic of depositing paper checks. Most employers and government agencies offer direct deposit, but many vendors and individuals may still be sending you paper money. Here's another impassioned plea. Stop making trips to the bank to deposit paper checks. It's a huge waste of time because most banks offer remote deposit. Simply use your bank's app on your smartphone to deposit any paper check by snapping a picture of the front and back and hitting the deposit button. It takes you right through the process. This doesn't eliminate the paper, obviously, but it does allow you to make the most of it by depositing a check immediately anywhere you have an internet connection. Step number four, set up convenient scanning options. A key part of going paperless is making it easy to scan documents that you don't need to keep in physical files so that you can shred and recycle them. Many printers have built-in scanners, but there are other great options like the super portable Doxy scanner. The NEAT scanner integrates with a variety of accounting software like QuickBooks and TurboTax. You can even use apps that turn your iPhone or iPad into a mobile scanner. For instance, with apps like Scannable, you can scan one or multiple pieces of paper. Then it sends your file directly to Evernote and other apps, so you can upload, email, or text your e-documents. Other recommended free apps for your Android and iOS devices include Google Drive, Cam Scanner, and Genius Scan. They all have amazing features and integrate with a variety of other apps. If you want to get links to all these resources, just go to the Money Girl page at quickanddirtytips.com. Look for show number 423 called How to Go Paperless Securely with Your Finances. Okay, now we're at the final step, number five. This is pare down your old paper. Once you cut your incoming and outgoing paper, 
take the time to address your existing paper files. Now, this could be a major task if you've been accumulating paper for years or decades like I was. Dealing with your existing paper is probably the most difficult part of going paperless, but I can promise you that it's also the most rewarding. It could take days, so pace yourself and stay committed to your digital transition. Sort through your files or your stacks of paper and put every piece into one of three piles to either shred, scan, and then shred, or keep. The keep pile should be tiny and only include official or legal documents. I'm going to give you a list of things to look out for. You'll want to keep any titles and deeds to property. Keep your home closing documents. You'll want to keep birth, adoption, and death certificates, marriage and divorce certificates, military records, wills and medical directives, and really just keep any legal documents that have original seals and signatures on them. Now, you might be wondering what to do with your old tax returns. You want to keep digital copies, including all your supporting documents, for a minimum of three years. However, If you have any complicated transactions, like the purchase or sale of investments, I recommend that you keep digital copies of your tax returns, including the backup, for seven years. Also, don't forget to keep digital copies of your health insurance records or the premiums that you've paid each year so you can prove that you and your family complied with the Affordable Care Act, known as Obamacare. If you've got a big stack of documents to scan, consider outsourcing the work to a local service and then shredding the paper. With a paperless system in place, you'll probably find that you only need a small drawer for your essential files. But don't wait to go paperless until after you deal with your existing paper. Truly make that the final step. Just get started now. Stop the influx of paper and create a streamlined digital system that's simple to maintain going forward. You're going to feel great about helping the environment, saving time, saving space, and cutting the clutter in your home. Okay, let's review. We've got step number one, transition to e-documents. Number two, set up secure storage. Number three, make all payments online. Number four, set up convenient scanning options. And five, pare down your paper. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you like the show and you haven't submitted a review yet, it's time. That's the best way to give back because it really helps new listeners find and join this community. I want to give a shout out to a few people who have recently submitted five-star reviews before we go. I want to thank California Tony, who says, great tips and tools to help people get started on their journey. And Jamie Estigner says, I love that this podcast is quick and to the point. She breaks everything down into easy to understand and easy to implement pieces. I've only been listening for about a month and I'm addicted. I've already made so many changes and have a lot less stress. Jamie, thank you so much. And welcome, California Tony. Thank you so much. And if you want to keep the money conversation going, join my private Facebook group, which has a new name. It's now Dominate Your Dollars. It's filled with like-minded people who are reaching for and accomplishing big financial goals, just like you. To request your invitation, visit Dominate Your Dollars on Facebook or send me a text message for immediate access. Just text the word dollars to the number 33444. That's dollars with an S to the number 33444. I hope to see you in the group. 
That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Courtesy of Money Girl, your guide to a richer life. Oh, 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 oh,